three, two, one. We're back at the podcast. Is at right now. It's actually one a.m. twelve fifty six, January 9th, But we're gonna finish recording tonight, just so I can upload this and move on to the next thing because there's a lot to do. But when you think about like what Jesus is talking about with the the lost sheep, and when he talks about being the good shepherd and coming back for that one. What's an example of him coming back for that one? He gives the example of the prodigal son. He gives a story of the woman who's lost a coin. And then he gives a story in chapter 19 of Luke. Then Jesus entered and walked through Jericho. There was a man there. His name was Zacchaeus, the head taxman and quite rich. He wanted desperately to see Jesus, but the crowd was in his way. He was a short man and couldn't see over the crowd, so he ran on ahead and climbed up in a sycamore tree so he could see Jesus when he came by. When Jesus got to the tree, he looked up and said, Zacchaeus, hurry down. Today is my day to be a guest in your home. Zacchaeus scrambled out of the tree, hardly believing his luck. Keep in mind, Zacchaeus has been waiting for this chance. Delighted to take Jesus home with him. Everyone who saw the incident was indignant and grumped. What business does he have getting cozy, cozy with this crook? Jesus stood there, a little stunned. Zacchaeus stood there, a little stunned. He stammered, Master, I give away half of my income to the poor, and if I'm caught cheating, I pay four times the damages. Jesus said, Today is salvation day in this home. Here he is, Zacchaeus, son of Abraham, for the Son of Man came to find and restore the loss. And I know that's just a small thing, but... um. You know, this guy has a certain reputation. He's the head tax man and quite rich. And he's taking care of business the right way. And he loves Jesus and he wants to follow Jesus. And he's willing to give away his wealth to be with Jesus. He says he gives away half of his his uh, his income. And if he's found cheating, he gives four times the damages. He's not, like, pretending to be a certain way. He's not, like, it's not a facade. It's not, like, it's not a facade. It's the real deal. And so I think that's pretty good. Um, And on a similar note, as they're entering Jerusalem, Jesus tells this other story. While he had their attention, and because they were getting close to Jerusalem by this time, an expectation was building that God's kingdom would appear any minute. He told them this story. There was once a man descended from a royal house who needed to make a long trip back to headquarters to get authorization for his rule and then return. But first he called ten servants together, gave them each a sum, and instructed them, operate with this until I return. But the citizens there hated him, so they sent the commission with the signed petition to oppose his rule. We don't want this man to rule us. When he came back bringing the authorization of the rules, he called those ten servants to whom he had given the money to find out how they had done. The first said, Master, I doubled your money. He said, Good servant, great work, because you have been trustworthy in this small job. I'm making you governor of ten towns. The second said, Master, I made a 50% profit on your money. He said, I'm putting you in charge of five towns. The next servant said, Master, here's your money safe and sound. I kept it hidden in the cellar to tell you the truth. I was a little afraid. I know you have high standards and hate slappiness and don't suffer fools gladly. He said, you're right that I don't suffer fools gladly and you've acted the fool. 
why didn't you at least invest the money in security so I would have got a little interest on it? Then he said to those standing here, take the money from him and give it to the servant who doubled my stake. They said, but master, he already has double. He said, that's what I mean. Risk your life and get more than you ever dreamed of. Play it safe and end up holding the bag. As for these enemies of mine who petition against my rule, clean them out of here. I don't want to see them around here anymore. That's the parable of the talent, which is essentially, and this kind of ties in well with the prodigal son. You need to go, you need to be putting yourself out there. You need to be taking risks. You need to be putting yourself in uncomfortable situations. You need to be putting yourself in situations where you might fail. In those situations, as Jesus said at the Sermon on the Mount, those are the situations where you'll find God. When you have nothing, when you're at the end of your rope, when you're in the pigsty like the prodigal son, when you've made mistakes, when you reach rock bottom, that's when you'll know what it means to be forgiven. When you're in debt, when your debt is great, that's when you'll know what it means to have your debt wiped away. And once you're able to do that, once you're able to appreciate that, get your heart right, get your mind right, then you'll be able to grow, grow like these guys here. Jesus said, Master, I doubled your money. He said, Good servant, great work. After saying these things, Jesus headed straight up to Jerusalem. And I think there's, I want to also add, add compared to the rich man before, who had done follow all the commandments, but he was unwilling to give away his wealth. Like this man is giving away his income, half his income. And the difference here is that, you know, he's still he's not afraid to lose it. He's not afraid to pay four times if, if someone finds out I'm doing something dishonest. This is, this is the check against myself. I'm not afraid to lose it. I'm not going to just sit on it like this other guy. So we're getting really close to the end. We're on chapter. Actually, there's a little bit more to 19. So let me wrap this up. After saying these things, Jesus headed straight up to Jerusalem. When he got near Bethpage and Bethany at the mountain called Olives, he sent off two of his disciples with instructions. Go to the village across from you. As soon as you enter, you'll find the colt tethered, one that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it to me. If anyone says anything, ask, what are you doing? They say, just tell him that the master needs him. The two left and found it just as he said. As they were untying the colt, its owner said, what are you doing untying the colt? They said, his master needs him. They brought the colt to Jesus. Then, throwing their coat on his back, they helped Jesus get on. <laughs> as he rode, the people gave him a grand welcome, throwing their coats on the street. Right at the crest where Mount Olives begins its descent, the whole crowd of disciples burst into enthusiastic praise over all the mighty works they had witnessed. Blessed is he who comes, the King in God's name. All's well in heaven, glory in high places. Some Pharisees from the crowd told him, Teacher, get your disciples under control. But he said if they kept quiet, the stones would do it for him, shouting praise. When the city came into view, he wept over it. If you had only recognized this day and everything that was good for you, but now it's too late. In the days ahead, your enemies are going to bring up their heavy artillery and surround you, pressing in from every side. They'll smash you and your babies on the pavement. Not one stone will be left intact. All this because you didn't recognize and welcome God's personal visit. 
Going into the temple, he began to throw out everyone who had set up shop, selling everything and selling everything. He said, it's written in scripture. My house is a house of prayer. You've turned it into a religious bazaar. From then on, he taught each day in the temple. The high priests, religion scholars, and the leaders of the people were trying to find their best way to get rid of him. But with the people hanging on his every word, they couldn't come up with anything. And with that, that's the end of chapter 19. Only four more chapters left. And we will wrap it up. Stay tuned. Actually, in the next chapter, though, we're going to take a quick flashback because we have to revisit that idea of the adulterous woman. There's a little bit more to that. And there's a little bit more to like what it means to accept God and his own words. And then I think that'll set the stage for us to wrap this up. So stay tuned.